Hey there, everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of the INFJ Musician That's a Libra and Stuff podcast. And today, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about politics and just watching that Trump-Biden debate. I'm going to sort of respond, uh, what's it called? What people do react, react to that. So, um, starting just with the debate and then you know i'll just get into like politics in general like the debate was interesting man it was um very entertaining um at the beginning but then it's like two hours of that was was a lot like of just you know trump's style of debating is very interesting like i wouldn't say he's good at it but he's like you know domineering in a way that makes it hard for the opponent to really gain any points and um uh, to Biden's credit, though, like, you know, I can tell maybe when he was younger, he was probably a pretty good debater, right? He had like, um, you know, he has all the tools necessary to sort of um, to counteract Trump, but or maybe to, to counteract like a, you know, in a to counteract in a debate. But I think Trump is sort of a different animal. Um, and it's sort of hard to like, really gain any ground with him. But um bless me there was a couple uh good moments in there um a couple times when i laughed out loud the first one was when biden was just like i forget it was like early on he was like he this guy doesn't know what he's talking about just the way he said i really i burst out laughing there was a couple other times when trump um when trump uh made me laugh as well uh (laughs) what would he say he said i'm a uh let me shut you down. He says, I'm going to shut you down. That was pretty funny. And then I forget the other things he said. It was just a lot of the same kind of stuff. Um, but uh, I thought it was funny, though. Like, I just think, like, the whole political landscape is a lot of, you know, they do it just like sports, right, where you pick a side and it makes you more invested. And I thought that was even stronger. I know it's for COVID reasons, but at the very beginning when they were like, the the candidates will not shake hands. I thought that was pretty darn funny. Um, just that it created a a strong division amongst like not only the candidates, but the the watchers probably as well. Um, uh, what else? What, what did I really take away from that? And then I thought it was interesting. The The worst part of it for me well, let me say the best part, I think Joe scored a lot of points when he would like look directly into the camera and sort of address people. I know like I felt that um, when he was like, you know, talking about all the people who uh, who have someone who's not sitting at their kitchen table anymore. That was pretty good imagery, and, uh, you know, pulled. That was the only like emotional moment of the thing, right? Um, of a whole two hours, right? But um, so yeah, Joe had that. He had a lot of those moments where he would just look. That was probably what he did best. But, um, you know, he was slipping up a lot. And I think at the beginning, he, or in general, like, he probably just shouldn't laugh as much. Like, we all know uh, Trump is a joke. But the fact that Trump, you know, is so cavalier about things isn't a joke, right? Or is so, like, you know, unconventional in a lot of ways, you know, that, that is bad for representation of an individual. I mean, it's not funny. So, you know, laughing a lot of times at stuff and then, you know, it's sort of like 
validates it in a way, especially that when he was said something about golfing and he was like, oh, uh, you probably golf more than me. And Joe gave a big laugh that almost seemed like, oh, yeah, he probably does. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, but yeah, the biggest letdown was definitely the race section where, um, uh, where Joe Biden, uh, where uh, they let Joe Biden start that off and, you know, he really fell on his face with that. Like his answer was, he said, well, I think, you know, it's all about equity and equality and equality must be real because equity is peace and uh, we must make equality. Like, what are, you t- <laughs> what are you talking about? And he basically, what he say? He said, you know, we know we, the thing about us is we're going to keep trying, even though we know we don't have an answer yet. It's like, damn, so you're not going to keep trying. Um, or you keep trying. He's basically saying we, we try, but nothing ever happens, right? Um, so you kept it real, but at the same time, that's really not good enough of an answer. And I just don't feel... He just said African-Americans a lot and started getting uncomfortable. But then Trump used that. They're like letting, I, I wish they would have let Trump start there because it just would have maybe led to a better seg, uh, segment of answers. But they, they, they handed that shit on the platter to Trump when he, when he was like, oh yeah, but what about your 94 bill that arrested? You're the worst to the black community that like he got him there. Like that was, that was tough. But, um, but then I think like he sort of lost that steam too when he started talking about you don't know anything about law enforcement. I almost thought that was a contradiction. It's like, wait, didn't you just say that he he did know about or he was, uh, you know, that he arrested people and then you're gonna follow that by saying he doesn't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think all in all, let me get this light off. I was looking a little weird with just the purple light, but um, yeah, I think all in all, um, it was a pretty uh, poor debate, but it was entertaining at some points, and it just went on very long. I think, um, you know, politicians are just Joe Joe Biden, Joe Budden, Joe Biden is is like the consummate politician, right? Like he's he's been debating in a sense for his whole life right or picking a side and um and then trump is just like this you know this asshole like a guy who who's probably like done most of his social stuff in like a social uh, most of his um debating in social settings right and that's quite obvious because he just you know he tries to run the room but then he he comes across looking ridiculous but i think that that uh, probably plays a lot to his demographic. You know what I mean? Um, I could just see, uh, especially, you know, it's like you could per- perceive things two ways. It's like when the host was sort of, you know, almost against Trump, you could almost be like, oh, why is this thing so biased? Even though he's a Fox News guy, right? So it's almost like, you know, um, it's almost like it's hard to see trump in a great light right um but then i can still see how people will right and um but but like i said trump is smart in in a way where it's like he creates he like they said like i think the democrats were saying they don't didn't want to get in the mud with him and everything um but he like 
he is mud, man. You cannot deal with Trump and not get mud on you because he's a pro at that. Like, you really lowered the playing field, you know, and made it so, like, it's just, I don't know how you interrupt a person on every single time that they have to talk, right? Um, but he did. He really did. Um, what else did I really take away from that? It's like, you know, man, like I said, I, I, it's funny what I was thinking while I was watching it is it's funny that, you know, politicians like this is really the first, obviously I voted for Obama a couple times. Right. Um, starting in 08. And that was like the first time I ever voted. Um, but um, it's just funny that this is like so young into my adult life. This is the set of presidents or this is the debate that we're dealing with, right? Like, it's almost like they're looking at the audience and how like the, the social media age is changing and stuff like that. And it's like, they, they know to keep our attention, they have to do like ridiculous, you know, shit. And that's what we were watching. And it's just like sort of ridiculous. Like, um, you know, the old dude trying to keep his head while the bully's just like, you know, carrying on and, carrying on and on and on and a lot of accusations uh uh like i said trump hit him with the 94 bill i think uh they hit trump pretty well with that like the 750 in the tax taxes thing but uh trump didn't really uh i mean he he sort of like had an answer but not really like he did a good job of sort of dancing around that um by saying probably like talking about like overall his all his assets together as opposed to like maybe personal tax i don't know enough about that stuff to to say what if what he said was a good enough explanation but um it didn't sound like it but that was a well, weird that was probably the weirdest part or probably the most um meaningful part of the whole debate when trump was pretty much saying that um like the uh, that the the bill that Biden passed had um allowed him to take advantage of uh the tax thing right um which I don't know if that I see like the strategy right but at the same time it's like that's almost like bad right you don't you don't want to be seen as the guy who even though like he's right anybody who runs their own business is trying to avoid paying taxes right um to the best that they can uh to the best of their ability but um to be so for a, a wealthy man um i don't know what's the difference between being rich and wealthy but uh, i guess you could call him wealthy for a wealthy man to be so brazen about uh especially not just a man but the president to be so brazen about um exploiting tax laws was a little bit unsettling right um yeah, man, there's just a lot of sour notes in there, but um, you know, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know, man. Uh, did y'all see that? But yeah, the um, there was a fly for anybody just listening. That was a fly who just got up in my face, um, or a moth or something. Well, anyway, uh, you know, politics, like I was saying, <clears throat> it's really like a big sports game, right? It's really like they're just trying to 
you know, make you pick a side and get you excited about this country, right? Um, and get you invested. Um, but, um, you know, all in all, I vote, I do. Like, I always just vote like a good democratic sheep, right? Even though I, I don't really, to me, I believe in voting a lot like I believe in um, Christmas, right? Like, I like, you know, the the pageantry, right? I like the um, just being a part of something, but I don't necessarily believe in the origin of it or that it actually means anything, right? Like, I'm more believe that people are uh, selected than elected and that a lot of times these people are used not just to distract but to sort of like give the media what they need so they can accomplish things you know behind the scenes right um because i feel like you know there's a lot of a uh, good that a president can do right um but a lot of times their interests are just so heavily tied into other things that it's hard to imagine that, you know, these billion dollar entities and these corporations um, really don't just control them. You know what I mean? How could they not? Like if, if they're your donors, how could you not be in their best interest? Like all these major corporations, like what Trump said at one point, it's like, Oh, you trust, you don't trust Johnson. And when they were talking about scientists, they're like, Oh, you don't trust Johnson and Johnson. And, uh, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, I definitely, I definitely don't. Like, I think a lot of people have probably sued Johnson and Johnson and all that stuff's just been paid off and under the covers. I mean, they make a lot of, when you, when you are that big of a corporation, you have to cut a lot of corners to make things happen. And, um, you know, some of their, you know, I'm not saying like, I don't know any specific things that Johnson and Johnson in particular have done, you know, and I'm sure that they pay a lot of people. Right. And they have, uh, they provide a lot of jobs, but no, you can't trust these major corporations because they think in statistics, not people. Right. And uh, just like when they were talking about the whole policing thing, you know, that they just missed the issue. Like, it, you know, the, the systematic part has nothing to do with emotions, right? It's all about statistics. The police are the way that they, you know, operate is to exploit where they feel they're going to, uh, let me not just say make the most money, but make the most money. Right. So they go to communities where it's tried and true that they will be able to meet their quotas and stuff like that. And, and because they have done this, they're, you know, their their algorithms per se of where they should police have been influenced by the fact that it's built on um, prejudice, right? So the whole system of keeping people safe, you know, focuses on places, you know what I mean, where, so the spotlight is on certain places, so more, more people under that spotlight are going to get in trouble. When things happen everywhere, but since our spotlight is put here because our, you know, statistics say that if we come here, we'll prevent, quote unquote, the most crime, right? Or we'll stop the most crime or we'll, we'll apprehend the most criminals, then, you know, you're just targeting a demographic, right? Um, or an area where a demographic is, uh, you know, has a, a heavy hold, right? Um, but anyway, so yeah, I mean, it's elected, not selected. I vote, but I don't believe in it. Um, 
And I just think that, you know, there's a lot of stuff that they want people to be distracted about, right? Um, and they do a great job of it, right? Trump, you know, a lot of people see him as like a, a crusader of truth. But to me, I just look at him as a master distractor. Like he, he has really, like he is, he has a, he's done things that have sort of made people uh, almost like, he's, it's like a cult personality, right? It's like a cult of personality. Like people build up conspiracies for a person who is in the establishment, right? It's almost like a person who is in the establishment and has been in bed with all the people who he paints as the enemy. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times people will uh, put down like the Clintons and all them and all the other ones, you know, like all these politicians do a lot of bad things. Right. Um, and anybody who, you know, supports or funds or, uh, or any of those two things is sort of complicit, right? In in the fact that Donald Trump uh, funded Hillary Clinton, right? Um, through a lot of stuff, through a lot of the stuff that they, you know, her campaign, he funded her campaign. Um, and then, but a lot of the stuff that we know about her now that we're negative about her was, was true back then as well when he funded her, right? And until she became his opponent, um, you know, it was okay right so i mean you just got to look at the source of the people who who we're supposed to be believing in right and you don't when there's only two choices right and it's forced upon you um you can pick like i said just because you know everybody else does right and, and, and it's to have something to talk about but but to really look at those people like the, just those two people that you can pick and say oh these people are gonna uh solve my problems or or if they're if they're in there my life is gonna be better somehow or another maybe you know economically things will be better but at the end of the day and maybe it won't right but things just go in ebbs and flows right um you know, some, just like they were saying, a lot of the things that, that they debate about are sort of arbitrary, right? Like they were like, oh, well, uh, Obama made 1.5 million jobs and Trump only made uh, this many jobs. Like, but if, if, if the statistics say if Obama had an unprecedented, unprecedented amount of jobs that he created, then how would Trump be able to create um, that amount of jobs or anywhere near that, right? The, the law of averages say that that was a, a number that is not going to be replicated. Right. So, and then they use that as a point. And, and, and it's just like consistently, a lot of the things that they debate are really just like, you're just picking two sides of the same coin. Right. You're saying, well, just like that, that example right there, it's like you, you sort of set, you just frame things in a way where you take, you, you take something that is and split it in two halves. Right. And then you say, this is a good thing. And then you say, no, this is a bad thing. But me all the while that thing keeps on going on and on and on. Right. So no one, when they debate, they try to make it seem like they really care about the change. Right. But they're more so about just the curation. Right. They knock things down and they build them back up. But 
they're all the same things. It's not like any politician goes on, you know, sort of like a their own sort of course, right? Yeah, there's no water in this. They go on their own sort of course and just try to, you know, because you, you can't really go off the beaten path, right? Um, the issues are the issues. And if you have other issues that you think are more prevalent, um, there's really not a space for them, right? But I think that's more telling of what the system is. Like, they just want you to focus they just want you to believe that these things that they're debating are the biggest issues when a lot of times they're not like, I didn't hear them say anything about, they just talked a lot about people dying of COVID and, um, and all this stuff, but they're, they're still not talking about health. They're still not talking about immunity. They're still not talking about, um, you know, like, you know, defunding fast food or fast food restaurants or something. <laughs> So people stop dying of, of cancer and heart attacks, right? They're not talking about uh, anything that can immediately actually help people, right? Because all these politicians are our safeguarders of corporations' monies. You know what I mean? Um, corporations' money. I can say monies. I guess that's right either way. But um, that sounds stupid. I hate monies. But they're safeguarders of that. You know, so they never really get deep on the things that can actually help people change their lives, right? Um, they just want to preserve your idea that America is what you want it to be. You know what I mean? Or that it's not, right? And and if, if you follow them, they can lead you to a better America. But um, as long as I've been here, America's been pretty much the damn same, man. Um, obviously, I wasn't, I'm 30 now, so I've only been on my own for you know a decade or so but when i was younger man things seemed simpler because there was no internet and the information didn't come around uh as fast so if if you like say for instance your parents were struggling to get a job um it didn't seem i feel like when there when you have so many other stimuli of looking into people's lives right um, the pressure of not having a job is probably a lot more now, right? Or the pressure of not making it is probably a lot more now because we just see so many other people who um, visually uh, appear to have their, their shit together. Um, but that, back then, that wasn't the case, right? So things were more simple. Um, and like I said earlier, it's almost like they play off the fact that we really need chaos um, like chaotic energy, which is Trump, um, to uh, to keep our attention, right, and to captivate us. And you know, I didn't really watch the post analysis, but um, they said some of the things that I was 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 saying. But their main takeaway was that was like one of the worst debates they ever saw. I mean, I can I didn't I don't I don't think it was one of the worst debates I ever saw, right? Because um, to me, like a debate is usually just so boring, right? Because there it's usually just two politicians um saying a lot of nothing uh trying to figure out who can have the slickest answer who's the slickest who's the most um domineering cunning uh you know and who can pretty much you know good presidents will are able to tell a story right they're able to um paint pictures 
And um, no matter what question they ask them, they're able to be like, get you to be like, yeah, yeah, I feel like that too, right? Um, there was absolutely none of that today. Um, so I can see where they, in terms in terms of a narrative or like where we are as a country, there was nothing there. There was no hope in that um, presidential debate. Um, like if people who, you know, were, if some aliens just showed up today and they were watching that, um, they'd probably get the fuck out of here, right? Because they were like, wow, these, this, these are the leaders of the free world. Like the moderator has equal ground with the president's or the potential president and the president of the United States. He said, oh, well, since y'all just want to scream and shout, uh, maybe I should scream and shout too. It's like, like, nah, bro, you're, you're not the president, bro. I'm not saying like he's a king or anything, but I thought there was levels to this shit, man. I, I'm not just going to go in the room and start yelling at the president because I, I respect them. But I guess, you know, they've sort of, all this stuff, man, it's like um, they're prepping us for something else, man. Uh, they're prepping us to disembowel a lot of the things that we have come to um, accept as our identity, right? They want us to be on a more global perspective. Like they put Trump as the face of um, how things used to be, right? And that is obviously not a person <laughs> who you want as the face of anything, right? Um but then in turn, it, it brings out a disenfranchised uh, group of people, right? Because that's how you marginalize people, right? You give them somebody um, who's polarizing and you make them think that he's for them, right? When his whole track record, you know, screams that he's not the people who support him, right? You know, the people who support him are a lot of, you know, a lot of times white people who are hard on their times, right? Trump has never been hard on his time like you know and he's a new, he's a New York slickster you know kid uh, who came up well off like you know what I mean probably a private school kid like that kind of ilk right but then you know he's cunning enough to 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 get these people um, who follow him uh, to sort of think that he's for them in some way right um, or think that the decisions he makes are more suited for them um, than 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 anyone else. When all the while, the same decisions are being held up and keep keep being made. The dude makes executive orders and nothing seems to happen. It's like I think it's just you know the further we go, it's like it's almost like the further we go into the future and the more transparent things become. They're sort of just showing us how. The presidency isn't necessarily what we think it is, right? Um, and Trump has sort of exposed that, right? And I think all in all, the if 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 I were to say that there is an overarching plan, it is to invalidate the presidency um, in some way or another, uh, and just for times to come to make it less important so that something else can be put in its place. Um, I don't know what that something is. Of course, this is all hypothetical <clears throat> and allegedly, but I think that's, if, if I were to just predict what this madness um, is sort of, uh, you know, uh, funneling towards, then I'd say it's something like that, right? Because um, 
you know, my, my mind wants to make sense out of things, right? Um, but yeah, man, um, politics, man, politics, politics. Uh, you know, especially if you're black, you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with voting, right? Like I said, it's all, it's just like, if you, if you want to get mad at people for voting, get mad at them for, um, you know, cheering for their favorite sports teams. Well, a lot of that shit's scripted too. So we just like to be entertained, man. It's the same reason we watch Netflix and watch HBO and um, wait for a new series to come out, man. Cause we like to be entertained. We like to um, be told a story that, uh, that we care how it ends. You know what I mean? Um, but like I said, that presidential debate didn't do that. There was no story told tonight. It was just a lot of hijinks and and uh, put downs and you know Joe Biden sort of uh, just being in disbelief and doing. He did the Hillary thing, but at least he, you know Hillary when Hillary was debating, she just laughed way too much, like and just didn't. It's almost like if she would have like you know punched back a little bit. I mean, I I I, I liked when when um when Biden was like uh uh it was just funny when he was like this guy doesn't really know what he's talking about because that's what it sounds like, you know what I mean? And like um obviously I'm not like pro Biden pro pro uh, pro Trump or anything, but it, um. All in all, you when you hear Trump talk, you're just like, wow, this guy, man, he's pretty annoying. He's a pretty annoying guy. <laughs> he just doesn't. He just doesn't stop, man. He just doesn't stop. Um, but yeah, but Biden's pretty damn dry too, man. But uh I don't know, he just looks old. Um but you know, it is what it is. I don't know what the what the result of this will be. Like I said, I'll I'll go vote. I'll try to go vote early. I know the last time I tried to um for the primaries or whatever it was, I stood in line for like three hours, man. And that is not something I want to do ever again. Like I'd rather not vote. Like they have to find a way to put voting online, man. Like it has to be, man. That's the only way. Nothing else makes sense. Nothing else makes sense because it's immediate instant gratification they said that we're gonna have to wait maybe months to find out who the president is like what kind of kind of shit is that man but yeah one of the highlights of the night was definitely um biden when he said uh he don't care he don't care about you (laughs) he don't care about you he said that when he was talking about um trump not caring about people dying from coronavirus after he lied or whatever he's like he don't care about you it's just funny how he said that um that was awesome um in all the wrong ways though but yeah man um wrap this shit up man that i'm I'm not gonna comment on any more of these damn political debates but that's my whole thing about politics and i went and i gave a some spiel about that i hope i sound somewhat coherent uh i don't know but it doesn't really matter with these things it's all just like you know public record of what's on my mind for you know 20 years 
from now if I ever had any kids or if anybody cares about my music and wants to figure out what I thought about things, they can just come and listen to this shit. And that's what it's for. So I will see you on the other side, guys. Bye-bye.